This episode 116 the Terry Terry experience. I got a special guest in the building. This is somebody that uh um that I've watched grow for a very long time. Not only that, I saw I saw him develop something that that became special. You know what I mean? Not only did I see that he actually inspired me, you know, um my little brother, you know, um he has his brand All Hustle No Luck. And he's been doing it for a very long time. And the one thing I want to say about him is that he had a vision. He had a plan and he sought out it and he knew exactly what he wanted. And he's here today and I'm proud of him. And he he got everything smashing right now. Bro, I'm proud of you. What's good with you, man? Everything good, man. How you been? I appreciate that. Yeah, man, that's that's for real, man. That really means a lot. Come yeah. on, big brother. Yeah, cause cause, you know, if I can. Right, we talked before you went in, mm-hmm. right? Before you went into jail. That's cool. That's yeah. what I was to say, yeah. right? And when you went in or whatever like that, you know, when you came out, you you had a you had to focus, right? Because everybody always tell you, everybody always say what they had in plan. But what made you become so determined to do it? Like, what was it for you to like? Because you moved fast with it. Like, you moved really fast. I, I always felt like when um. Me being away yeah. wasn't really me being away. Okay. I felt like so. Mm-hmm. Even though I came home and it felt like I moved fast, everything was already put in place for me to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. So it might might have been fast to people that seen me come home, but mm-hmm. this was something that's being prepared for the whole four years I was in prison. You was quiet about it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. every time I told somebody about it, they made a joke about it. I don't got time to be dealing with people that yeah. make something a joke about it that I'm trying to take serious. So. Mm-hmm. I just stood down, and, and um, when I came home, everything was already in place for me to make it happen. Mm. And I looked at it like, do I want to work for a man for the rest of my life, or do I want a man to work for me? Mm. And that, that's how I just... It was, yo, it was crazy, because <laughs> I, I remember, right, uh, our other brother, Jamar, had got you a, a job at his, at his joint, right? Was yeah, it? he Did tried you? to get me yeah. a job. <laughs> But I got a job. Yeah. Everything was really like yeah. for a front. So, you know, I came home with parole. Mm-hmm. They, they want you to get a job. Yeah. I ain't really know how to finesse parole yet. So I just <laughs> did what they wanted me to do. I mm-hmm. got a job. It wasn't for me to stay at the job. Yeah. It really wasn't about the money or nothing. It was just to satisfy parole. Mm-hmm. So as I'm working parole, I mean, I'm, as I'm working this job, you see the people that own the business come in the job and walk around and just, just I mean, telling so, you what to do. It's just crazy? like, dang, they got all this money and, and they can just come in here. We working hard to make these people rich. And I just ain't feel that. So I'm like, I can put this this eight hours that I'm working here into my own business. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I took from that. So what, what, how did you come out with the name All Hustle No Luck? What was it? All Hustle No Luck. So when I was in jail, I always, well, not always, but I went to the box. This was my first time in the box. The box is uh, as said, it's mm-hmm. lock up. So it's like in jail, in jail. Yeah, man. So um, I think I got I got sentenced to 120 days, and we sit in a room all day. I, I had one book. So I'm reading this book. I'm learning about um, investing. I'm learning about real estate, and I'm learning about running a business. You know, you sitting in a room all day, yeah, and and how we was living in the box, we yeah. covered the window, so it's dark all day unless they got the lights on. It's crazy. So I'm sitting at the door, just looking out. It's like a, it's like you inside a cell, but when you look out, it's just like a big ass like wreck yard. Like it's not a yard, but it's an yeah. inside like 
is a cage at the bottom and mm. people be in the cage so like they'll let us out but it'll be for like 30 minutes probably an hour once a week or something so i'm just looking out so there. like walk around and all like that they like... they how they do is they cuff us up they uh they, they we walk down that one cop open up a gate we go down the steps another cop open up a gate we go down the steps another cop open up a gate then they lock us inside a big ass gate like a big ass cage like a dog cage mm. but it's big as hell and then we put our arms through, unlock our yeah. cuffs, and then like we chill inside the cage. So it was somebody else wreck. So I'm looking out at, mm-hmm. at motherfuckers at the wreck. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, my, mind you, my bunkie name at the time was Khalif. So we had the same name. Yeah. He from Trenton. So I'm like, damn, man, I'm this shit ass. Like, I'm always like, I got bad luck. He Muslim. So he like, bro, we don't even believe in luck. Like, you don't even gotta say that in this room. At the time, I'm thinking he trying to play me because, like, what mm. you mean? I don't got to say this in this room. Like, who you talking to? <laughs> but I, I took it like, like, you right. You know what I mean? It, it ain't like everything happened for a reason. So in the midst of that, I get back in to read my book. Mind you, it's a book I read a million times. I mean, What's I the name just, of the book? You know, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yo, yeah. But you know, yeah. everybody read the the original Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, it's I read It's a quadrant book. The uh the cash flow contract? Yeah, that's yeah, the one. That's the one. Yeah, that's, that's the one, the one you one read. I read that. I read, I read a little bit of it. It's like I like mm-hmm. how I break down all the sides and everything. So you really get to choose what you really wanna what, what side you wanna be. But I mind you, I'm in this room all day. I read this book probably like five times already. So I just go sit down. I'm like, damn, what I really wanna do when I go home? Do I wanna sell drugs again? Do I wanna like I, like, I really ain't figure out what I really wanted to do. Cl- selling clothes was always on my mind. I was telling people about it, but it wasn't something I'm like, I'm going to go full throttle home and sell clothes. I didn't have mm-hmm. a name at the time or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, damn, I'll hustle. I'll hustle. I'm going to go home and hustle. I'm going to go home and hustle. I'm going to go home and hustle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I can name a clothing line. Like, I'll hustle. No, first it was 1008 Club. 1008 that's what, Club. That's what it was at first? 1008 Club, mind you. It was based off selling drugs. Thousand eight grams is a brick. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, that's corny. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to connect something that I'm trying to do legit to drugs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just start thinking, damn, all hustle, all hustle, all hustle, all hustle. So I'm like, damn, all hustle, no luck. I'm like, that's what I'm gonna do. All hustle, no luck. I'm gonna stand on that, and I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna make that a clover line. So I wrote it down in my book. I still got the book to this day. I got the thousand eight club written down in there. I got all the plans written down in there. I got everything from that book. That I, that I wanted to remember written down in his notebook. Like It was to the point where I was in SA writing down a dictionary just because I was bored. So that's all in my notebook. And it's, at, it's still at my mom's house to this day. So mm-hmm. it became all hustle, no luck. And I just, I told my man about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and start a clothing line. Mm-hmm. When I came into the happy house, my man, he had a clothing line. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, bro, uh, do this, do that. But that's me trying to get somebody mm-hmm. else to do something with their own shit. shit. Right. He yeah. comes back to jail. So now we back in the same, like, tier, everything. Like, we on the same tier. I tell him, like, yo, bro, let me take over your clothing line. I'm about to go home. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm make sure that joint's straight. You come home, we going to be good. Yeah. He like, nah, bro, I can't do that. Like, uh, I'm going to come home. Like, I'm going to do my own thing with that joint. So I'm like, all right, say no more. And... I came home, I just did my thing, and it just started going up. But I ain't even really take it serious when I first came home. You know, like, I dropped hoodies. You remember them hoodies I dropped? I remember them hoodies. I dropped them hoodies because I was like, I got my first check 
I asked somebody that was already making clothes how much it costs to like get shit made. My man, he pointed me in the direction to get some hoodies. I get shit printed up, and I just took pictures of them, told people like, yeah, I got a clothing line. I ain't even have an LLC yet. So mm -hmm. I just did that. And when I seen like how people around me reacted to like what I was doing, I'm like, damn, let me try, let me see how I can like really take this serious and really like go up with this genre. So mm -hmm. I dropped shirts. They sold out ASAP. Only dropped yeah. 30 shirts, but they sold out ASAP. Now I got people that don't really know me, just supporting. Now it's all like, yeah, you came home, you doing your thing, I support it. I ain't really want support. I ain't gonna lie. I wanted people to buy my clothes because it was nice, because they can feel happy when they get my clothes. It wasn't really about the support or how I went about things or anything like that. I wanted people to be like, yo, that's hot. I want that. I want to get dressed in that. Because I always was like in the fashion. So I'm like, how can I take it a step further? So I jumped on the website, started talking to a manufacturer, and I took a risk with like $1,200. I bought 120 sweatsuits, and they sold out instantly. Like, a rip, and it was a regular logo, black and white sweats, black and gray sweatsuits, and people just was feeling it. So the, my next biggest investment was $5,000. That's when I'm like, all right. That's the, was that the net? That, that you was, made like from the profit from the twelve hundred dollars? Yeah, like it was like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm running around, I'm still doing my thing. So right. It's like, mm -hmm. I keep, I was I was always good with managing my money. Mm -hmm. I ain't had no bills. <laughs> like, that that like, keep that in the family. You know how to manage money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't have any bills. I'm yeah. living. I'm living at my mom. You let mommy out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all I, the only bill I got is a cell phone bill and a rental car bill. So mm -hmm. it's like it's not eating up my pockets or nothing. So I took mm -hmm. a. I, I was always in the suicide flipping. I had five grand. I'm like, yo, these joints gonna sell out ASAP. In the midst of that five grand coming out of my account, mm -hmm. I was broke. You feel me? I had no money or nothing. I was broke. I was down to nothing. So once that shipment landed and I put them clothes out and showed everybody what was coming or, or what was available, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. And that one day, I made $7,000. Mm. So it was like, all right, so if I can make this type of money on something legal, why not keep doing it? Why not keep doing it? So I'm like, all right, I got, I'm on to something. You know, what was, you know what was the part where you said though, like I like you took the risk. You had $1,200 and you took the risk, man. And you know what? If you ain't got faith, what do you got? You know what I mean? You got to bet it all on yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like even to this day, man, I'm, I'm still taking risks on, on putting stuff out, seeing if people like it. It's all about what you believe in and how you're going to attack the, mm. your audience. Yeah. I had somebody come up to me yesterday and I just like how they was hustling. They pulled up like, yo, I got put in. Taste it. I know it's good. The confidence of you telling me you know this shit is good, mm -hmm. I'm going to believe you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to hold you to it. And just because you came out here and you want your shit hustling like this, you want this for it, well, I'm going to give you a tip. Because it take a lot of courage for a motherfucker to jump out and, and come up to people and tell them, like, yo, this what I got. You can try it. Uh, this is how much it is. And like, I feel like not everybody got that in them. That's really, like, something that... A motherfucker really got had right, to do. Right. Motherfuckers is, is like security. Mm -hmm. It's all about being secured and not taking any risk and just being content with what's going on around you or what's going on within you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to step out of the box and really get that type of result in your life that you really want. Mm -hmm. So I just respect the motherfucker that's going to hustle every day. But what would like? So when you when you got down to it, because I know you've been like I remember when you had everything all set up right. 
And then I remember it transitioned over to the store. Like the store just came out of nowhere because it's like, damn. Because like, look, because I'm gonna be honest, right? It's a lot of people who got clothing lines, but bro, they don't have a store. You got a store. I understand people do wholesaling, they do the internet thing, yeah, but you got a store. Some people tell me that the store wasn't the right thing to do. The store is the right thing to do. Because it, it needs a, a home. And it's a, yeah, and it's a landmark. Have, yeah, I can't have this LLC at a residential area. Right. So I feel like it, it, it got a home. So this is why, I'm gonna keep it 100. The honest, the honest reason why I got the store, it wasn't because I wanted to sell clothes out of this store. Okay. I got this store, I'm gonna be 100% honest. Okay. I got, I'm, I'm being young, yeah. I just bought a car, I'm, I got a lot of money in the car, yeah. but I only had money on me because I was trying to buy a house. Okay. I got turned down. Okay. So I'm driving to my dad's house, I get pulled over. Okay. The cop that pulled me over came aggressive to me. Like, it was a traffic stop, but he came up to the door trying to unlock the door, open the door. Mm. Right, so I, I just let him do his job and yeah. I told him, yo, um, I got this, this amount of money in the back of the car. He like, all right. So I let him search the car. When I see that he's trying to break stuff, yeah. I stopped the search. Cool, I stopped the search. So when I did that, he called the DEA, told him the amount of money that I had in the car. And mm. now when they take the money, they take the car. I, I got a business. This is where I'll be like, yo, uh, you got to play chess out here. Because if I didn't have a business, if I didn't have nothing going on, and I'm riding around doing this with this type of money in my car, I would have been chalked out. Black man just don't get his money back. Right. So I sued him for doing that. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, to make like the case more more like strong and me more legit, mm -hmm. I'm riding, and I just see a store, like a building. It just say, for rent, call this number. And I called the number. They ran my credit, I paid the money, and we got the store fixed up, and now I got a location for the store. So, Crazy. I feel like Crazy, that came man. by accident. I ain't really wanted, I ain't want to do the store, it's too much responsibility. Till this yeah. day, I got a lot going on, like, yeah. I, it's a lot. Like, people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Running the store, being there, trusting people with your money, trusting people around all your stuff, is a lot. So, I do it myself right now. But that's not the type of responsibility I really wanted. Yeah, because I got a daughter coming, I got a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. but in order to really make myself legit and really stay grounded and really get what I want back, I had to invest in the store, and the store was the one of the best things I ever did, See? honestly. Yeah, man, give it up for yourself, man. The store, because it's like, to me, it's like, uh, I feel like everything, I think people be missing signs when shit supposed to be happening, right? Because, you know, when people talk... They bring back bad energy to themselves, right? They don't never see the in-line part of the success that can come along with it. Like you said, you got a traffic stop, things was going bad, but it was a reason why you stopped. You didn't, you saw the sign and you saw for rent and you called it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They People be area, missing stuff like, like that. I know, like, I'm like, wow. And then mind you, that's a building that, my, we was young, we was running around this building and we never seen it open before. Ever. Like the whole time I'm growing up around here, I come out here, mm -hmm. this one building that never been open. So I'm like, damn, what's in there? Why is for rent? What's going on? And I find out it's just an empty space. And we gotta we gotta come together and put it together and fix it up. You know what's good too when I came to your store, man, when the first time I came to come check you out and we I was just chilling there with you. And I was like super proud the fact that I just seen people just come in buying your stuff, man. Yeah, that's the best thing. Yo, that was crazy. It was, matter of fact, it was super busy. I don't know if it was when I was going to, uh, was this when I was going to Cali, California or 
I don't know what day it was, but I was in there just chilling. I'm just seeing people just come in and just buying stuff, man. I was like, wow, man, like you really did it, man. That, that That's was, crazy. Yo, I can't, I can't believe I did that. Like, I can't yeah. believe that I can open a store, mm-hmm. even if it's one person that come in every day. It's somebody, a new face. Yeah. I ask them all the time because my my goal is to make you feel comfortable when you come in here. Like you, like we already know each other. Like if you come in here to buy the clothes, you obviously like know me from social media or just like seeing me around or something. So I, I, I like to be welcome. The the main thing I want to focus on is like the smell of the store. You ever walk somewhere and you like, mm, it smell good in the, here. The new the new smell, like the new car smell, like the new yeah, store smell. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. the smell, like oh, yeah. shit, it smell good as hell in here. Then yeah. it's like a comfortable setting, and it, and it's like welcoming to the point where oh, I want to like try this shirt on and see how it fit on me. Like one of my friends told me was yo, like you really make people feel good, like. When they leave the store and they got your clothes on, with that, that's a good feeling. Like that's really a good ass feeling. So she's like, you really doing something that's amazing. You do. You like you size them up because you'll be like, you'll say, uh, nah, you need a large for that, not an extra large. You'll tell them like, nah, not that one. Like you, you, you'll tell them what it looked because not only do you, when you have these things in front, like the whole fashion of it all, because anybody can have clothes. But you want to make sure the clothes look right yeah, on them. Yeah, because I'm not going to let you come in here and spend money, money on something that you look crazy in. Yeah, because some some places don't care. Like, they just give it to you. Like, no, you need this because you know what size it is. Mm-hmm. And then the quality of the shirts is real good. So when you wash it, like one of your shirts I got or whatever, I threw it in the washing machine. It came out. The quality was good. It was a, the quality shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is good right here. And a lot of people don't, not saying that a lot of people, but some people that, that claim to be... Um, and not to discredit them, because everybody got to start from somewhere, right? But you can tell when you put certain things in the wash. It's, it's going to come back tiny. It's going to come back tiny, or the uh, it's off. Mm-hmm. Like the shirt, it'll be it'll be smaller. It'll be, yeah, nah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, oh, shit. But I get it. They got to start from somewhere, though, man. But you really, you really took that big chance. Let's get back to that. You really took that big chance, because... That's the part where I wanted to touch on because you really took the faith, man. A lot of people don't have faith in themselves. Nobody, you know, a lot of people don't bet on themselves, man. They just don't, bro. And the fact that you just took it and now it's just every year I see you just progressing. It's, it's about every year. accepting losses. Yo, yeah. man, you take a lot of losses. You start being coming numb to losses. Like, Yo, tell me about it. I had a lot too. I, I take a loss and it don't mm. even like feel crazy no more. Don't, you don't care. It's not embarrassing or nothing. Like, I'd be like, all right, well, it is what it is. I step over it and we're just going to keep pushing. Keep pushing. I had a lot of losses, man. You know, you know, it's crazy you say losses. It's been plenty of times I was supposed to interview people, man. They never showed up. And in the 19 years, I guess I've been doing this, just been in the game and just being around it, learning it, being a student, bro. It's been times I was supposed to have like interviews and then people just don't show up or they don't care. And then you know what happens? They want to come back and do the interview, mm-hmm. but at that time it'd be too late. Cause where was you at when I asked you? So, but it was a, it's it's me reaching out. You know what I mean? I reached out to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? If I reach out to you, you never know when I can pull you back up again. Mm-hmm. Cause I got the platform. But people don't think of it that way. But like you said, it's all the consistency and taking them chances, man. And it's like it just happens that way. Losses you from. Oh yeah, all the time. So even though people take you down, I get yeah. Out. Yeah, it was like, you know what I mean? And you know, some people, I uh, I would say that I interviewed, like in my past time, I, I gave them a second chance, depending on what it is, of the story of the gentleman or not. But this is the things that we do because, you know, that consistency is crazy, you know? 
it's everything. It don't even, like you said, you don't even care how many, if one person could come into the store, that one person is a change, it's a game changer. Like if one, if I get one listener a day to my pocket, that's a game changer. Yeah. Somebody looks at it. Yeah, somebody look at it. It's crazy. Like even like somebody like, I, I used to be like hesitant with like always posting on social media. But a person told me like, yo, that's free commercials. Like you gotta keep throwing stuff up there. You gotta mm-hmm. keep throwing this. You gotta keep, keep being consistent. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if people get tired of seeing it. Because somebody you don't know ain't, ain't see it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's not about people around here. You got an audience. It's a million people billion people in this world so why are you going to stop posting because this one area is getting tired of seeing it when you got not 49 other states that probably still ain't see you got the whole world yeah the whole world yes you said seven billion people somebody got look if it's seven billion people somebody got like it shit somebody got like i was telling somebody not too long ago like listen man i don't care if i get like a nice group of people that like my if I get a, a certain like group of people that's that's percentage for me in the seven billion people then I'm winning you winning winning you winning, winning. understand that yeah it's like yo it's like cool maybe I can't be like a uh you know what um what's the boy name that uh that does his podcast man uh, um Joe Rogan and all like that I may not I may not but don't necessarily mean I may not be as close or not somewhat getting to him Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. I can't compare what I'm doing to anybody else. Exactly. Everybody started from the bottom and came to the top. So this this is what I wanted to ask you, bro. When are you going to do some runway stuff? I go to fashion shows all the time. Yo, I've been feeling like for me to do like a runway situation, mm-hmm. I really got to be organized. Mm-hmm. So um, I got to be locked in with runway models because I'm not about to come to a runway situation and mm-hmm. pick my models. I want my clothes walking and worn how I want my clothes walking on. So mm-hmm. everything got to be down to how I want it to be. You know how many models is out here looking I to know, wear some I, shit? I know, but it's, it's like... You should do one on your own. You should do... You know what you should do? I think you should do a... Uh, you should do a fashion show on your own, right? Just just do one. Just do one. Pick a venue, you know, and just have it like, like a little show, little showcase of your stuff. You know what I mean? To get it out there because that'll be dope. I think you should do that, bro. Like that's that's real shit. I have to, I don't know, I, man. Y'all be so busy. I know, I know. but that's but it's listen. like yo. I, I need I need somebody to help. Like all right, I had right. hella help. I Who? Mean, oh, yeah. My man, he booked. My right. other man, he yeah. booked. Yeah. My other man, he booked. These was three people that was really like helping you out, helping to the max. Mm-hmm. Like my man, he was my um partner, like. We splitting everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he come up with something. I come up with something. We put it together and we make magic. Was that sturdy? Uh... Nah, that's um, my man Hook. Okay. He, he just going through something right now. Okay. Then my other man from Atlantic City. Okay. He got Atlantic City. He got Atlanta. His name Hunter. That was that was my man. He helping. He had his look. He had a brand too. Mm-hmm. But sturdy hustlers. He yeah. Really like full throttle with that stuff. Okay. Like we had a crazy crazy team type type stuff type. Start going left, but I'm not going to go left. I'm gonna still mm-hmm. hold everything up because mm-hmm. eventually everybody gonna come back and right. they gonna come back to nothing. Nah, yeah. they gonna come back to the same situation that they left or mm-hmm. bigger, mm-hmm. bigger situation. Because I ain't about to bend over because everybody else fell off. Nah, I'm gonna go even harder. Go so even it's harder. like a lot. It's like a lot more stress. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more that's going on 
inside all hustle no luck steady hustlers because it's not just all hustle no luck mm -hmm. it's a whole story too yeah because you got like some other clothing like, you got some other fashion people in there that that come yeah, in to yeah. do it yeah, right and, and like like i'll be trying yeah. to like even i'm tapping into like when it comes to steady hustlers mm -hmm. i feel like steady hustlers can relate to everybody so mm -hmm. like like you like you've been doing this for 17 years Nine, oh, 19, 19 years yeah Yo, man you label a steady hustler you really leave with a sturdy hustler because mm -hmm. you've been hustling, getting up every day. You've been chasing a dream. Mm -hmm. That's a sturdy hustler. That's sturdy hustler. That's true. So it's like yeah. when it comes to sturdy hustlers, I open the platform. I roll out the red carpet. If you feel like you out here hustling and I see you out here hustling, I can I can try to use what I got going on to help you. That's why now all hustling up. That's more the brand side. Like that's more the clothes. That's more the fashion. But right. it's the mother of sturdy hustlers. I got you. Like, you always wanted to know what like what was the uh, what was that like far as the with it like the the um, all hustle no luck and the uh, sturdy hustle. But now you all it all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's the same yeah. thing, but sturdy hustle is more focused on because I got crazy plans. Like, mm -hmm. I got plans of having this big crazy store and to the point where it's like. No, you going to have that store, man. I can't wait when they open. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'll be pushing for like all big shit. So I'll tell everybody. People be like, "Yo, why you don't make this? Why you don't do that? Why you don't do that?" Why I got it? Why? All because you don't see me or hear me talking about it. Why you think I'm not doing it? Yeah, mind your business. Right? Because you you got to keep your stuff like everything ain't for everybody, right? So I always feel like certain things, man, ain't for everybody to know. Nah. Because then. It's like you 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 uh you telling your uh your blessings. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's good to keep your blessings to yourself. He said he said don't tell secrets. Don't okay. tell how you get your money. Right. And don't tell your business. There you go. So if you don't tell any of that and just pop out with success, nobody can really hate on you. Mm -mm. My man said, my man he he he, he doing good in life. Mm -hmm. He like, yo, I don't buy jewelry. I don't buy jewelry because I don't want people to know how good I'm doing. Mm. That when people doing good, they buy jewelry. They show everybody doing good. Mm -hmm. like, I don't really care for that. Cause he know in his mind, like he got it, so he can get it if he wanted. Yeah. He's a I, I like that though. I, I like that I too. I know I can get I, it. I, I, get, but I like I don't that too. Care. Like if I was to buy jewelry, I wouldn't wear it around where, like, like around here. Mm -hmm. I would go on vacation. And you want jewelry? Yeah. Cause it's like it's a lot of hate. Oh man. People hate people make up stuff all the time. Oh yeah. So it's like I don't need that type of energy. That yeah. type of energy be draining. That's why I want you know, it's like it's like you having like a uh, like so say if like a, a fan like no, what's a fun what, wraith? Mm -hmm. Like a wraith, right? There's no way in the no world way. you're gonna catch me in a wraith head. Nah. You can't everybody know what the car looked like. Exactly. You're gonna ride around. Oh, we know who that is. That yeah. lead oh man, he yeah. got that wraith, man. Yeah, I'm not coming through this city, this city. Mm -mm. The mess mind. Oh no, not that. A bunch of people that that that's gonna hate me. Your vacation home. Yeah, that's where your rate be at. In the garage, your vacation home. You know what I mean? Yeah. I told myself the vacation home, you could do all that, but when you at in a place like wherever you grind, that's where you work at. It's like you know? certain certain things is perfect for certain places. There you go. <laughs> I can't can't you protect your peace. Yeah, you do because a five hundred thousand dollar car. Around here ain't gonna do it no good. You gonna bring <laughs> gonna, so much hate. Man. Oh man, you gonna get hate. You gonna get all types of things coming your way. They gonna call you up. They gonna be like, Yeah, I know you got it. <laughs> I got it that's that's no, the man. most annoying thing is hate. Hate. 
Um, you know what? It's you know what? It's part of the territory, bro. It's part of what it is. Like you think you endure a little bit of hate now. Oh, wait till you get way to the top. The thing is, I accept hate. Yeah. I accepted it's something positive. Yeah. Because hate is his motivation. Mm-hmm. Even if mm-hmm. even if you be like, yo, I don't like that shirt. Mm-hmm. It's motivating. Yeah. yeah like, to recognize and say you don't hate it, you like something about it. You mentioning it. Yeah, you mentioned you it. You mentioned me. You you mentioned me on a post. You recognizing me. So I feel like bad publicity is good to me. Always. Somebody else is seeing it. Somebody clicking that page to see what I got going on. And you might think it's corny, but now I got a new person that's on that page, and they like, oh, well, you wrong. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Keep hating. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep talking about me. Because that person I sitting next to you was in their head like, damn, that boy a rock star. What you talking about? Yeah, what you talking about, right? Don't speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> These pants you got, like, uh, what was it? Was it the green ones that you had? Like, it was the green ones. The swishy You gonna bring those back out? I don't know. I think you should. I was gonna do the, um, the drums with the buttons on the side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those. Okay. Okay. Bring them back. Yeah, yeah. Bring them back out. You know, I bring, I bring all the old stuff back, like in another city. That's a good like idea. I said I go to Philly. Yeah. I bring all the old stuff back. Yeah. When you get your store in Philly. Yeah. It sound like that. Yeah. You know, it's always about franchise. That's true. You know, when I wore the pants out there in Philly, you know, uh, when I wore it back at the, uh, when, when Meek did his 10th 10, his 10 anniversary uh, um, concert, and I wore it to the concert, man, everybody was like, yo, where you get them pants from? And uh, people just stopped me, like, yo, I like your pants, man, where you get them from? I, you know, because people in Philly really giving people compliments, so, you know what I mean? I was surprised at that, mm-hmm. you know, so I told them, I gave them your Instagram, let them know. And everything. I be every time I go out or somebody compliment me on a hat or whatever, I give them your Instagram, let them know where the store is at, all that. I just went out and yeah. I seen a, a dude, yeah. older dude, with my hat on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's a hot hat. Yo, <laughs> yo, how that? So let me let me ask you that, cause um, how does it feel like when you just out, you just be like, yo, man, like, yo, he really, yo, they don't know who you is, I'm but you for the hundred. Yeah. All right. Say like, say yeah. like I go to like go enjoy myself. Uh huh. And people see me. And they feel like they gotta be like, yo, I gotta come to your store. Yeah. You don't gotta do that to me, bro. I'm out enjoying myself just like right. yeah, yeah. I'm not working right now. Yeah, like, you chilling. Yeah, yeah. Now, if I'm out just walking about or just just at a stoplight and I see somebody walk past with my hoodie on, it's yeah. a good feeling. That's yeah. a good feeling. Like, that's a great feeling. Like, I had somebody hit me up. They was in Delaware. They like, dang, this boy got your hoodie on. Somebody was in Detroit. Like, yo, this person got this song. It's crazy. I'm like, oh, damn, this joint getting bigger. It's like, it's a great feeling. And I told you about it. I would hit you up. Yeah, remember? And I'd be, like, I'd be like, bro, I, I see people at, at the job wearing your yeah, stuff. Remember that? Yeah. I'm like, it's crazy. Because it's like, cause it's like, yo, man, it's like, it's, it's good to see, you know, especially from somebody from your family that's like really doing something. Like, yo, man, like, this is crazy. Like, it's a good feeling, man. And, and, and feeling. That, that's a great feeling. Yeah, motherfuckers that I don't know. Yeah, so it's not just support no more. Yeah, it's like they really want this stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, now I'm really doing something. But you know, you stay humble. You guys stay humble. You stay down. Cause in all reality, I'm doing good. People think I'm doing good, but I can do way better to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm hard on myself when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. I'm hard on myself when it comes to elevation. So even though my, I get congratulations, like yo, you doing this, you doing that. I accept it and I respect it. That's what I wanted to ask you. Where, where are we at right now? So we in July, right? So you be in July, are you pushing the fall clothes? Are you making the fall clothes yeah, now? Yeah, definitely. 
I'm done with summer clothes. Yeah. Uh, I got like what, one more shirt made. But I feel like this summer, I needed to relax this summer. Okay. Put the clothes out and just let the clothes do what they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm back on my dog mode, fall and winter. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be going to every event, trying to make sure I'm at every event, showing my face more, popping okay. out more, doing like pop-up shops more. Okay. Because I got into a situation where I'm like, if I, if the pop-up shop ain't benefiting me on some type like promotional, meeting new people, I don't even want to do it. Because I can go anywhere and make money. I don't right. really care about the money. It's bigger okay. than the money. Now I need a bigger audience. Oh, so I'm trying to tap into like out of state pop up shops. Trying mm-hmm. to jump on. I hope my folks can come home because we was heavy on the road. Yeah. We'd pack up the truck and we'd jump on the road. Uh, like, yeah, I remember you. We'd yeah. take a tour and just yeah. pop up, smack a table up, and just meet people. I don't care if it's a. It was, it was a fashion show I was at, and the boy had the, uh, had your. Um, the thing on his arm or whatever like that. He said he, he knew who he was. I forgot the dude's name, man. He gave me... No, he had the glasses on. He gave you... He bought, I don't know if he bought the glasses or whatever, but he had them on while he was at his pop-up shop. I forgot the young I forgot the young man's name, but it was dope. And I was like, yo, man, that's what's up. He, he, you gave him, he said you gave him some words of encouragement and things like that or whatever. Yeah. The glasses, this is yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. It's easy. Yeah. People gonna be like, yo, I want some shades. Yeah. And then like they cool. They is cool. <laughs> no, they cool. They like they, cool, they and like, then they unisex too. Yeah, so, well, a lot of women yeah. hit me up for well, they do. Yeah, they say I am in the strip club and they trying to take them off my face. Yeah. Like, steal them. Everybody come back in the store like, man, this girl stole my glasses, bro. I need another pair. Oh this man. This girl stole my glasses. I need another pair. So Ah, the women what, definitely what, what made you come up with them concepts? Because it was a lot different from the actual glasses that it was before, or was it like a... Mm-hmm, um, I, I, like, back in the day, you know how Nelly had the patch on his face? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, let me see how some glasses look with all his look on the eye. That's dope. Because yeah. my manufacturer's like, you sure you want it on the eye? You ain't going to be able to see. I'm like, nah, put it on my eye. I'm going to see how that joint turn out. Yeah. I want people to walk up and read it. Oh, mm. And it's easier to give to somebody. So say I'm out like I'm out at a concert and I got my bag on me. Mm-hmm. And I see me. Oh, take these. Mm-hmm. It's harder to yo. What size you wear a shirt? I mean, it's easier to just here take these. That, you know, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. To toss them like yeah, yeah yo here. Yeah, because people gonna wear them. People gonna wear them. They gonna wear them. Might just see them, catch them on the story, like with the shades on. I seen it. I seen it a lot. Just by accident, like he just like, oh, I need some shit. Oh, some shades. He don't know what it is, but even though he not acknowledging who they is, it's on the story. It's say the name. It's say the name. I mean, somebody might see it and send it to me. And and, the, and you got the logo on the side. Yeah, and it's like a, the famous logo. Like this is like the logo that really turned me up with the rhinestone hoodies, the sweatsuits. Yeah, the rhinestone, the rhinestone hoodies was like a really a big commodity back in like. Yeah, uh, that's like the, yeah. That's like something I'm always do every year. You, you gonna do that? Yeah, the hood, yeah. Don't yeah that. A couple matter of fact, a couple artists wore that hoodie. Yeah, that I seen. Did, like like really turned me up was my man um, Mac. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. yeah. He threw that joint on. And it was like. Uh, I remember when Mac. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know what I mean? He threw it on and it was just like, oh shit, Mac right. got it on. I remember that. It, like I'm I'm so big on. I don't care about you knowing me. Right. I don't care about you knowing me. I love being unknown, just under a rock. But 
when it comes to that brand, I want you to scream the name. I want you to know that name. Mm-hmm. Know that that's what it is. Get H and L. Just know it's called Hustle and Luck. And it came out of Kansas, New Jersey. You don't really gotta know the person that made the clothes. That's how I'm trying to get it. So you want to be like behind the scenes? Yeah, I don't really care to be up front. You want to be able to walk free and see somebody wearing your mm-hmm. stuff. They don't know me. They don't know <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, that's a cool hat. That's a cool hat. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool shirt. You know what? That is, that. yeah, I see where you're going at with it. That's yeah. good, though, because it's like a, uh, you want to live in that, uh, some people just want to live, you don't want to be in the limelight. I still want to be a regular person. Yeah, and still. I don't care about all that recognition. People will recognize it, and people will salute you, mm-hmm. but I don't really care about fame. I care about generational wealth. wealth. That's what it's about. That's what it's about, bro. Generational wealth. I even thought back, like, yo, I'd rather, like, my whole goal is to do real estate. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, dang, I don't like being that long. Like, I don't like people knowing who I am. I don't really care for that. I'd rather, like, take a step back and just let the business do what it do and just put out it. Money like that. And just live and just let your business run on its own. Yeah, I don't really want all of that recognition and all of that fame. I'd rather, rather take fortune. Fortune and the fame. Yeah, fortune and the fame. Very nice. You know, it's funny because I look at all the stuff that we endured in our family. Like, you know, and I saw how all of y'all grew to do, to be inspired. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Nikki does the hair thing. You know, um, you doing your clothing line thing. I do the podcast. Andre is, you know, doing the music thing, you know. And it's kind of like, I'm just like, yo, it's like in us. I feel like, you know I, mean? I feel like, my grandma, she was a mama. Yeah, she was. She wasn't a teacher, though. So you just had to pay attention. That's yeah. why I'm terrible at teaching. People be like, yo, um, tell us how to do it, da-da-da. She did have real estate. Yeah, she had yeah. real estate, she had transportation business, she, she did everything. Even my, my pop, I wouldn't never ask questions. I'm never going to ask you how, what it take, how, da-da-da. I just look to pay attention. Like, you know, all right, so I'd rather just mess up and learn on my own. Because some people be real big on holding back information, mm-hmm. don't really want to see you get bigger than them. Then they turn into a hater. So I wouldn't even like ask him. It just come out of nowhere. Like, all right, bro. Oh, damn, he failed doing that. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can do this way. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I already had this idea in my head, and he did it wrong. So I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it my way. I know my way going to work. I'm not big on asking a person how, how, how. What it takes. What, what it, it takes. Take. We just we just go out and do it. Just do it. You just gonna do it because that's the only way you're gonna learn. Yeah. You gotta fail. Let me fail. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm fail. Good at, I'm good at failing. I want. Yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah, I fell. I failed a lot of times in life. Yeah. Let me fail. I'm gonna fail, fail, fail. fail. Cool. Failure is, is not a bad thing. Look, I could take an L. I just don't. We, it's it's good to take an L, but I always say just don't take no defeats. Defeats is when you stop. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yo, it's times when I lay. I wake up. Yo, it was times when. I wake up in my cell and just look up like, damn, I don't even get up out this bed today. But mm-hmm. that's showing that I'm defeated, that these people broke me. These people that I grew up with that came home weirdos because they got defeated in jail and now they don't know how to operate on the streets. Mm-hmm. So now they find themselves in and out of jail, back and forth, stuck in that same age because people get locked up at 18 and come home with an 18-year-old mindset. Mm. 
So when you come home with an 18 year old mindset and you 27, you're going to do the same thing that you did when you were 18. So now they're stuck in jail. They're stuck. Now they're gone from 18 to 38 now. Now in their head, they're 28. Mm. But they're 38. So it took them 10 years to go in and out of jail. Now they're 38 trying to get it together. Now they're 38 dealing with women that's 18. Mm. Now they're 38 doing things that a 28 year old would do. Now they're 48 and trying to figure out why I don't got none. Do you feel like in jail? I've never been locked up, right? But do you feel like when you was in jail, like, um, like being institutionalized like that, do you feel like they tried to break you in there? I mean, I'm not. People make jail what it is. You make jail how you want jail to be. So when I was in jail, I took everything as an advantage. The only thing I hated was asking for stuff. Mm. So I'm not a person that's about to be like, ACO, can I come out and get on the phone? Nah, I'm gonna just use my hour, get my 10 minutes on the phone, get my 10 minutes in the shower. I'm gonna take whatever you offer me. I'm not asking you no questions. So when it comes to like programming, uh, if I don't want to sit in the cell, if if I'm gonna sign up for programs and I'm gonna get out my cell. When it was school time, we joked and laughed in school, but when it was time to work, for me to get that high school diploma, I got that high school diploma because I knew that was something that my grandma wanted me to get. Mm-hmm. So I was like, jail, people be like, jail is set up for you to fail. Jail is what you wanted to be. Mm. If you want to change, if you want to be successful in life, and you go away from your family, your friends, your freedom mm. for a long amount of time, and you come home on some the same dumps, like the same stupid time, mm. it don't make any sense of you going to jail and then blaming the system for why you failing. Mm. It's always going to be up to you or how you take life or how you react to situations that you in. Mm-hmm. We was in jail. It was like jail is like a kiddie land mind you i was on a jail cell where people from 19 to 20 18 to 21 so it was like everybody had something to prove everybody wanted to be this person but i feel like i was already that person i had nothing to prove to people i ain't know so you feel like they test you when you was in there whatever even if they test you yeah it take one fight for motherfuckers to be like all right bro ain't no nut and if you come off like you like you really like a, a cool bull and you ain't really like some tough bull that's just trying to be somebody that you're not. Motherfuckers know how to read energy. That's something mm-hmm. that jail will teach you because we're around men and we're around emotions all day. Mm-hmm. So if I catch a nigga on the phone mm-hmm. and he's screaming at his girl, I'm gonna look at him as weak mm-hmm. because you can't control a woman while you in the cell. Let the woman do what she wants. Mm-hmm. When I call home and I was talking to a lady that I was dealing with, mm-hmm. I don't want to know what you're doing out there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I control the conversation to the point where I just want to know if you're doing good. If you in school, how was school? If you work, how was work? How was your day? All right, I'm going to holler at you. I ain't asking what club you go to, what time you got in. If you want to come see me, come see me. I ain't beasting on you to come see me. I ain't asking you why you missed the visit. I don't do none of that because I don't put myself in positions where it'll upset me. Mm-hmm. I get mad. I ain't mm-hmm. about to ask you questions where I mm-hmm. know that the answer can be something negative. Mm-hmm. It can change my whole mindset. Now I'm laying in my bed thinking about what you do, da da da. And I, I don't want that on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm already away worrying mm-hmm. about if my family good. I don't need a woman on my mind to stress me out, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm in here trying to get myself together. 
if you out there doing you, I'm gonna come home and I'm a passion. You wasn't never really on my level anyway. Mm. That's how I look at it. Mm. It's always how you take it. Motherfuckers always trying to blame people for why they fail. Mm. And that's not how you, that's not how it's supposed to be to mm. me. So when you came out, you was that's why you was on a different mindset, because it, 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 I feel like when you came out, you was more. Maybe I didn't see it, but I feel like you was when we talked. You seemed like you was determined when you came out because you knew what jail was. Yeah. So you had yeah. you came home and you just like, oh, I, I got the freedom and I got the time to do exactly what I want to do. When I came home, I was like, mm-hmm. jail. You, it's easy to go back because mm-hmm. I've been to jail in jail mm-hmm. many times. So, Wait a minute, what? I, yeah, I've been to that box three times. Okay. Wait a so, minute, how'd you get in the box? I mean, not to go off the set, but how'd you get into the box three times? One time I was fighting. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, oh, I mean, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, you good. So it's like, I get you. Even when, it was, even when I went to jail for something yeah. dumb in yeah. jail. Like, yeah. It's like, damn, it's easy as hell to go to jail. Okay. Like, so on the streets, I know it's easy to go to jail. I'm like, hey, I ain't really beat to be going in and out of jail. I don't want to be one of them people that people look at like, oh, he always in jail. Jail, That's embarrassing. Even at this point in my age, if something, God forbid, happened, don't tell nobody that I'm in jail. Like, that was cool. We be in jail. We young. I'm 28 years old. Why the fuck I want people to post me and say, free me? Yeah. Why why y'all think I want a, a picture on social media floating around of me in a jumper? I don't want nobody to see me like this. This is the lowest point in my life. You think I really want to sit here and and have people look at this mm-hmm. and see this? Nah, I want people to see me in my clothes, see me as fly, see me as the boy. I don't know motherfucker that's sitting in this jail cell smiling on a video camera. Nah, I'm not going to be talking to nobody if I'm in jail because mm-hmm. I got a lot of people that's behind me. So if I end up in jail, I let a lot of people down. You think I want people to, to, to see that? Nah. I, now I failed. I failed again. And failure is not something that I really want people to see. I want motherfuckers to see success. Now, if you ask me how I got it, I'm going to let you know. I mm-hmm. failed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it 100. Nothing here is easy. Mm-hmm. I ain't get anything easy. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me going to jail, I'm not honoring jail. Right. Not, it ain't nothing to be proud about. At all. You know what I mean? It's just Yo, like the funny thing is, right? Yeah. My man, he did ten years. Mm-hmm. I locked up when he was sixteen. He did ten years. He came home. Mm-hmm. He know everything about patience. He's smart as hell. I'm mm-hmm. talking about like he real smart, like book smart. Mm-hmm. Like he real, real, real smart. It's just when he get put in situations, he tend to throw patience out the window. So I'm sitting here. He's back in jail. He got five more years plus a new charge. Mm-hmm. Are he talking to me? He like, damn, bro, I let you down. I'm like, why you think you let mm. me down? He like, cuz, bro, I just think like, you always here for us. You always here for us. You always here for us. Like, you, you, you had the platform for us to all win, and nobody really took it. He like, so if you was the fall the day tomorrow, nobody there to pick you up. He like, and I know that. He's like, it's crazy. Like, dang. Like, I, I really feel like I let you down. I feel like everybody around you let you down. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. I never looked at it as motherfuckers letting me down, the motherfuckers picking me up. Cause I never looked for help. So I'm like, I can't agree with him. Cause I can't, I never felt that way. Never I felt that. like, all right, you came home, you tried to do what you wanted to do. Like you tried it, you had a job, you did what he did. 
and he just was put in a situation where he thought a different way and mm. it ended up in him going back to jail. I ain't never going to shun him for that. I ain't going to tell yeah. him he's stupid or nothing like that. Right. I'm just telling him to pick the ball up start balling again. Yeah. It's just uh, everybody gets set back. So even though you're in a situation where you're in a box yeah. paying to talk to somebody on the phone every day, it don't make you any less of a man than me. Right. All because you don't got the money that I got. It don't make you more or less a man than me. Like, right. We all still the same. Yeah. You just made a little a situation, a decision that put you back in there. He got, yeah, he made a decision. That's it. But no, that don't make him dumb. I feel no, like that don't no. make him dumb. It's no. Just, some people get put in situations where they think differently. You know what I think it is, though? I think um, in his situation, you know, your homie looked up to you. And he saw what he was doing. I guess he felt like it was a disappointment because... He probably felt like, even though you feel the way you do, but it's like, damn, man, I let one of my friends down again. You know what I'm saying? Because you you may, may not, believe it or not, you probably led by example when he saw that. You know what I mean? And sometimes when people, when you lead by example, you not be fully aware. And the fact that he saw that coming from you, and even though he was down and then he came back, he was like, damn, but you know, we all make mistakes. Like you said, you gave him some words of encouragement. You wasn't trying to down him or nothing like that. You know, look. Come home, get it back on track again. Like you say, he made a choice. You know, we one thing in life, man, I always tell people, man, when you wake up, man, you always have a choice. You always got a choice to do something. He just chose the wrong choice. Unfortunately, he got to be sit down for a little bit, but that doesn't mean when he come back out, he not going to come back 10 times stronger. And you got him in, you got him, and you in his corner. So, you know, now it's like, look, I always tell people, you're going to do what you want. Like, but I'm going to tell you, like where I think where we should go with it, but you still your own man. But the choice you make is your man, choice. You, don't, you yeah. probably don't even remember, but I remember right. I just bought a car. I bought a, a, a white Cadillac. I remember. We used to be in a car five, four deep uh-huh. every day, riding around. We used to be on the phone like, "Yo, why the hell is y'all riding around so deep?" Mm-hmm. No problem. Like y'all don't need to be that deep. Mm-hmm. Why y'all riding around that deep? Mm-hmm. I ain't never listen. I know. This is a game. Like, we <laughs> yeah. in this car. Yeah. We in the caddy. Yeah. We riding around. Yeah. We, we, this is yeah, how we living. We thugging. But I, I had to tell you, because I was like, nah, man. Like, I was like, yo, man, tell all them dudes to get away from your car, man. Just like, I just saw the trouble coming. But, you know what I mean? As a brother, man, I would feel like, you know, I'm not going to sit up there and tell you something wrong. You know, but you, but it wasn't like I was, one thing about it. Out of all of us, I never was the one. I'ma tell you the game, but I, but I always say you gonna live your own truth. You gotta go through it. It wouldn't be right as a brother to not tell you. But I ain't gonna come and try to snatch you from where you at and sit you down. Like no, I'm like you know what? He his own man. He gotta figure it out. But as a brother, I'ma tell you like no. Nah. That's how that's how I am with my younger brothers. Yeah. Like, I, like, yeah. One of them called me the other day like yo, um, I need. <laughs> you, can, you, can find, you can find this, that, and the third. I'm like, yo, you, yeah. you, you doing good right now. Just, yeah. just be patient. Because yeah. it was it was a time when I wasn't patient, and mm-hmm. me not being patient, I did five years. So, and within them two weeks, a situation came up to where everybody was on now. So it's uh-huh. like, damn, I could have waited two weeks, fourteen days, and then I would have been cool. That's it. I be trying to tell him like, yo, and just be patient, just chill. Then I feel like every time something happened to him, it's my fault. Ain't your fault. They, no. Nah, they always try to blame it on me. Oh, Even when, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Nah, you know, just chill. Just, just take chill. your time. It's going to come around. Like, nobody yeah. really. Just it's, take your time. It's all about to get, get, taking your time. Patience is a virtual, man. And people don't understand how much of it is when it comes to that. 
um, having patience. You know, um, patience is, is 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 just just being grateful, man. Just sitting still. Something I'm learning myself, bro. Sitting still, right? Sitting still. Something I'm learning. Cause right. before, I didn't know what that was. I went. You know what's crazy? Somebody was like, "Yo, you want everything to happen so fast," and it's like, "Yo, man, it's like I feel like it's not happening the way I want to." But if you just sit still, everything always happens the way. Cause we can either move in a spiritual mindset or we can move in a human mindset. Sometimes you gotta move in a spiritual mindset and just know that if you, whatever you put in is what you're gonna get out. You ever like pay attention yeah. to like how fast you wake up in the morning? No. So I used to be the person to pop up and just jet out the house. Do everything I gotta do and jet out the house. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be that person. Pop up, brush my teeth, shower, yeah. take a little snack, get dressed. I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. Like 20 minutes tops, like on that time. But now, I'm laying here for a minute. I'm getting all my thoughts together. Mm-hmm. I get up. I hit the stretch. Mm-hmm. I look at myself in the mirror. I brush my teeth. I mm-hmm. do everything. I take my time. Mm-hmm. I'm patient with starting my day mm-hmm. because when I was rushing to get out the house and mm-hmm. start my day, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be on point. Mm-hmm. So I would rush to get out the house. I would forget my plan. So now I got to bust a U-turn, park back up the house. <laughs> get my phone yeah I get my phone I go do what I gotta do I leave my keys on the counter I get in the car where my keys at damn man because my brain ain't really even like you're not processing everything in the morning you just rushing because you know everything so you all over the place yeah all over the place so it's really like man it starts from when you wake up in the morning you really gotta be patient you know one thing is I do when I wake up like you said I stretch for about five to ten minutes you know, and after I stretch for five to ten minutes, I read for like an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, um, after I read or whatever, then it's like I plan. You know, podcasting. You know the you know the um, the show, whatever like that. I do that, and then after I do that, then I start my day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then at some point, if I want to do like a little twenty minute cardio, you know, somewhere along that, that's good because what it does is. You know, your routine starts to come into play. You start to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. So nothing can come in, take you away from what you got to do. Because, you know, some people got vices, bad vices, whatever. And the one thing, if you want to ever be successful, right? So say, let's say you want a lottery, right? Right? Some people win the lottery. So if they doing something now that's not really good. Like, so say if I drink a lot, right? I'm going to drink even more when I got the money. I'm going to smoke more now that mm-hmm. I got the money. But if I discipline myself now, when I get the money, those vices that are not good for me, it's not a big problem because I know what I'm doing. And I think that's why a lot of people, you know, everybody wants the money, right? But it's not about the money. It's about the individual. So once you get the money, you know where you at. Right. You know who you are. You know who you are. So you're like, oh, I ain't doing it. I'm chilling. I'm good. You want to be the, you want to be a good, solid person when you had that money because a lot of people, when they get money not used to it, they do a lot of dumb stuff with it. Bad. Bad. They already got the, the bad situation. They, bad, no, no investing. I tell people all the time, put your money in the stock market. You know what I mean? Put some, look, if you, I always say this, if you watch, put money, if you got com, if you got cable, you got Comcast and all that, you should have stock in Comcast. You go to Dunkin' Donuts, you should have stock in Dunkin' Donuts. I don't care if you put $10, $20 in that, Put whatever money that you can, whatever these stocks is, because at the end of the day, whether it fluctuate or not, it's a true investment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got something for yourself. 
Don't get me wrong, banks is cool, but the stock market is even better because now what you're doing is you're building a portfolio for more assets. You want more assets than anything. Cause that's how that's how the rich people do it. They got assets. Like you said, real estate, you got real estate. You got something to lend over now. You got stocks now, so if something happened, you got that. Cause you can borrow against it and still make money on it. Yeah, yeah. like like yeah. real for real, like and and like yeah. um I'm gonna say assets, I probably like 225 I got assets that's good and it's, that's why I tell I, it's not even I don't care about the money right so I, this is how I, this is why I love real estate the real estate business is like flip and flip that's really like a thing that I'm really trying to like go crazy with because mm-hmm. I see a lot of motherfuckers successful in it mm-hmm. I bought a house for 60,000 I probably put like 20,000 into it mm-hmm. I got an appraised it's worth 155,000 mm-hmm. like I can mm-hmm. do that say you do that in six times in a year Buy this house, fix it up, sell it. Buy this house, fix it up, sell it. Buy this house, fix it up, sell it. This money is money that just gonna keep going to a savings account. Mm-hmm. This is gonna go to a savings account. I ain't even. The only thing I'm touching out of this money is the money to buy another house and fix that house. There up. you go. The, the other, the money, like, it's to the point where I don't care about the money. You don't care about it's, the money. It's for the it's for the kids. Right. For real. But they don't see people don't know that though, bro. And, you and know people, what I'm saying? You know what people do? Wait, wait. They take. They choose money over relationships. So yeah, they do. They tie their emotions to the money instead of tying their emotions to the relationship. So say like we have an experience where money gets fucked up. It's my fault. You know it's my fault. I know it's my fault. Now we arguing why it happened. We both know why it happened. So now you cut me off because I fucked up money. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like all right because I don't want to lose my friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my brother. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we can always get the money back. We're going to mm-hmm. figure this shit out together. Mm-hmm. You just fucked up this time. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Don't mean that probably the next time I might fuck up. Right. It's just something that happened that probably needed, needed to, to happen. happen. So we can both learn mm-hmm. from this fuck up. Facts. I mean, niggas, niggas uh, really shun they folks mm-hmm. for fucking up the money. Mm-hmm. But, and really like let that piece of paper tear up the ain't it crazy? situation. It's crazy, right? Yeah, man, that shit be like... It's crazy, man. ain't it? That's why I tell everybody, man, it be friendships. I'd rather choose you over that money. Money come if, and go. My man, like, yo, he like, he always stressed to me, but I ain't in a good situation right now. I'm in a good situation right now, da 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 because of money. But, because... every you day. You rich as hell. Your character is who you is. The money gonna come. Stop doing that. Stop, stop thinking that because... You don't have money right now that you're not who you is because money don't make who you is. Like, I can have a dollar in my account. I'm going to still wake up and smile because even though I'm waking up and I'm free every day, I can go get more money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what I keep trying to tell my, my, my one man. He was just impatient and didn't want to listen and chasing his dollar. And it, it turned around and now he's he in a bad situation. I'd really be trying to stress that money is an everything. Everybody be like, why you say that? Why you say that? Because I've been through situations where money fucked up everything. Mm-hmm. Because of money, it fucked up everything. So now I sit back and I say, money is not everything. It can't be everything because I, it fucked up a lot of shit. Yo, this clothing shit, this mm-hmm. clothing line, this mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. it brought more negative shit than positive shit. And I still find myself still trying to do it mm-hmm. because I feel like it can still save me in the long run. Mm-hmm. But 
It will. It the has. whole situation. Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah. Da, 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 but I lost a lot of people. I mean. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You ain't losing nobody. They was never meant to be there for you, bro. And that's real shit. Even if you understand something, like, I, I learned this too. I lost a lot of friends. People that I thought that was my friends, right? And you know what? I had to sit back and think about it. It's like, yo, when you about to, when you about to get that breaking point in your life, when you about to soar to another level, certain people just can't go with you. They can't. You got love for them, but they can't because this is the thing. Like you said, it's uh it's not about the money, you know, it's about relations and all like that. Think about it. If your relationship is so core, like the way it's supposed to be, and the way it is, it should never get in between any of that, not even a success, because you're still my friend. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is that once you reach a certain tier in life and where you're going, people don't have a mindset. They don't think like you think. They're not, they're not on that level. They can't go. You know what I tell them? I, I wish the best for you. I ain't got no begrudge on you or nothing. And just move on and just walk walk away from it. Because in life, you're going, I'm going to tell you something, man. You're going to have friends. You're going to lose friends. You're going to, they're going to either be there for a season or a reason, a blessing or a lesson. It's just what it is, bro. It's just, that's just part of life. You know what I mean? And trust me, the right people, when you go in the right direction, the right people come towards you to be in your life. Trust me. Trust me, man. Nah, that's for yeah, you know I mean the right, the right people. Now it's like motherfuckers coming up, coming up. Like now, I'm meeting people that mm-hmm. I mean, on it got, got the same mindset. There you go. That's the people you want to be around because that's gonna make you better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got people that think business savvy and things like that. I tell you this right now, man. I could tell you, like I never forget this, right? So I was like, uh, somebody was asking, like, damn, man, you don't let nobody know where you live at. I like I don't I said I don't it takes a while you know what I'm saying not everybody deserves to know where you live at you know what I mean because that's my personal space you gotta earn that you know what I'm saying yeah you gotta earn that I mean you I may be cool with you for a while and all that you may be all but you know I don't know you know you you know what I'm saying don't don't take it no way but it's like yo this is where my family's at this is my folks is at yeah, hey, never gonna happen. You know, I don't like, worry about you knowing where I live at. Yeah, no, nah, you don't even know where all that. No, you cool. Thumbs up. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but that's the way you gotta move now, man. And um, unfortunately, that's the way society is. So like, when you doing stuff like this and you about something and it's growing, yeah, everybody gonna wanna be next to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying not to trust nobody, but everybody gonna want something or say something or be a part, even whether it's good or bad. And it's up to you. Like you say, when you're in prison, you know, I'll even say this. By you going to prison, that was your reasoning of lesson to where you at now, Mm -hmm. to read people's energy, to be in that environment, to know what it's like. So when you came out here doing this, now you know what to do. You know? Yeah, motherfuckers don't get that side. There you go. Because you could be out here and be blinded. There you go. The whole time you're living. Yeah. Not even really know what's going on around you. There you go. It's a prison, you observe a lot. You observe a lot. You sit back and you just watch people. You want to know what's crazy? What's it's that? to the point where, like, in prison, yeah. say, like, all right, um, you get this guy that, that come in, in the day space and yeah. he hype. Yeah. So he like, yo, I got next on any of them forms. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So you know you got next on one of the forms. Uh-huh. So now you just got to keep paying attention to this person and see how he gonna react right. when the phone hang up. Right. So now, all right, say the phone hang up and he starts walking over the phone, you gotta have a decision on what you wanna do. Mm-hmm. So you can either like 
act rational and act how he act, mm -hmm. or just be like, yo, cause you know, I, I got this on the phone, I don't know. And that don't even like mm -hmm. stop the situation. Yeah. He can come crazy. Right. But it's just all about reading people and mm -hmm. seeing and just taking chances on how like a situation situations shit like that. Like mm -hmm. it is always like put you on a on a, a crazy ass situation to mm -hmm. the point where now it's like damn bro, I'm about to fight this nigga or I just ain't gonna come <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be, it be kind of like, like you gotta ask, like, is it worth it? Like over the phone, or just like, you know what? I'll let this, I'll let him go, and then I'll just go next. And then if he does it again, then we have a conversation. You Yo, know what I'm saying? Now, like, you can do that. You definitely can do that. Yeah. But people or, see that. Yeah. So say you let that person touch that phone. Yeah, everybody. But no, I'm next. You let him go. Yeah. Nah, boy, you ain't going. Yeah. Just let him you take give your turn. Sure. Yeah. You just took your turn. We yeah. out here for an hour. Right. But this is the type of shit that they want us to go through. Yeah. This is the type of conflict that they want us to go through. Because now we animals to them. Because we already in cages. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, I, it, that happened to me. Uh, you fought the ball or you what? This, hap this happened, right? Yeah. So, um, I was on my way home. I probably had like three, four months left. Mm -hmm. I'd come out the box. Mm -hmm. So, I just came out of the box. All right. So, uh, is, is the, the city that got their phone, the, this, my city ain't have no phone. I'm okay. probably like the only person from the city on this tier. Okay. So, it was a Trenton phone. So, Trenton is closer to Camden. Mm -hmm. So, I had to get in with them. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I'm last on their phone. I don't okay. mind being last because I only want like five minutes on the phone. Mm -hmm. after I take my shower. Mm -hmm. I chill with this stuff on the phone. The person that was on the phone is a worker. Workers is out all day. They on the phone all day. So he on the phone for probably like 45 minutes. Now, he took everybody else's turn. To me, he took everybody else's turn. Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't say nothing to this man while he was doubling back. Mm -hmm. So now it's my turn. So when he hang up the phone, I go get the phone. I'm a person. The person that was second goes get the phone. So mm -hmm. now it's a conflict. Now oh, man. I'm telling him like, yo, it's over for you. Like, it's, I got to get my phone call. I'm sorry that you missed your phone call because right. you let your man take your phone Oh, okay. They not seeing it like that. Okay. We end up fighting. Now I got to spend my last four months in a box. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like always something. It's like a, it's a choice. It's a choice you got to make. Now, if I would have been like, nah, go ahead. You got it. The next day, I'm probably never going to see the phone again. Because then the other person... Just, nah, just because now I'm a tear seeing that I'm letting people get, get over. over. You feel me? Yeah. The, the, that's the type yeah. of decisions that's going on. I, I ain't on. never been in that tough spot. Or what you could have did was, like, you know what? I see the situation. It don't look good. I don't like this energy. I'm just going to go back and just get my phone call later because I'm not trying to deal yeah. with it. You can't do that? Nah. Dang, no man. Nah. I wouldn't even know what you to say to this. for an hour. You feel me? Oh, yeah. It's an hour. I, I wouldn't even know what to tell. I guess you... Man, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I guess you just like, you know what it is? I guess I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, man. Yeah. Put you in them type of it's, situations. Yeah. Like, we could have we waited and fought in a room or... But in, in situations like that, people get to talking and I'm like, all right, man, I ain't about to say goodbye. Like, I ain't about to have that. That is a tight situation to be yeah, in. That, but that's that's what I'm talking about. You get put into them situations, but when a person that's just dealing with regular everyday life don't get put into those situations. So they don't be observant to mm -hmm. how things can escalate and be crazy and chaos. So me coming home, I don't really know how how crazy things can get. Mm -hmm. So I come home calm, cool, and collective. Mm -hmm. I don't come home the same person that I used to be. Mm -hmm. People know me for like, 
I was just maximized. I'm hooking some eye. I'm letting my temper just yeah, I know. overrun it. You know? <laughs> I so, know, man, yeah. But now I'm cool. I'm yeah. calm. And yeah. now they see it, start seeing this person that's just like, all right, cool, whatever. All right, cool, whatever. Did you ever, you ever thought about uh, talking, like having like a, uh, just a thought, right? Not, not, not now, in the near future. In the near future. So I know you said something like, yeah, well, they say, why you don't do this or why you don't do that? But you ever thought about maybe in the near future when you at a certain point of like talking to young kids? And Yo, like, uh, the thing yeah. is, that, that's yeah. another funny thing, right? Yeah. How you say crazy how yeah. stuff just be popping up. I'm yeah. sitting outside the store. Uh-huh. My store, uh-huh. a pastor pull up. He think I'm just a dude just standing on the corner. Mm-hmm. He called me over like, yo, you need any help? Uh, I got a church. I, I see you standing on this corner. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, I don't really need no help. I'm yeah. like, nah, this this my clothing store right yeah. here. So his eyes opened wide, like, yeah. He had got out his car, came into the store, and bought clothes, and then came up to me like, yo, um, will you be interested in talking to the youth? Like, I got some guys, da da da. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, just give me a call. So he's like, yo. Uh, I'm serious. Like, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. I'm like, yeah, just call me. I don't really care about talking to anybody. I'm going to just tell them what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put them on game. I ain't going to tell them nothing wrong. So, it's crazy how you it, people will see you and then not really know until you get to talking. Until you get to talking. You know I mean? And he bought some stuff. Yeah, but he just pulled up. He just pulled up. Like, just seeing me standing on the corner outside of this store. Just me standing there. He judged that yeah, I was just a dude, dude in the corner, corner until I had to tell, tell him, him, like, yo, I'm probably, I probably look like these guys, but I, that's crazy. I got stuff going on. I mean, and that's a good ally to have, like you know, especially you know, a person to a church and is talking to the youth. But that'll be dope though once you do that. Once he call you, did he call you yet? Nah, he ain't called me yet. Yeah, he'll call you. Yeah, he's he probably is. He he was really hyped about like doing that stuff. So. Yeah, he won't he won't call you. That was a crazy ass situation. Like, to see how like that came about. Right. And he bought clothes. Mm. It's like every time somebody come in there, I tried to make the story to the point where they feel like, yo, I, I gotta buy something out of here. It's so nice. In here. I know. Nice yeah, I you got it set up. You got it set up dope in there, man. Yeah. If you get, if you before we get out of here, bro, is it, is it anything that you feel like? Um, is it anything you would tell your old self before we get out of here? What would you tell your old self? Yeah, what would you tell your old self? You could go back. What would you tell your old self? Um, I feel like I'm going to tell my old self everything happened for a reason. Nothing was a failure Mm -hmm. because if you ain't do what you did, you wouldn't be here how you're here. So if, if I can go back and change anything that I had going on, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change nothing at mm-hmm. all. I do it all over again. I go to jail. I I do every single last thing over again, mm-hmm. just to get put back into the same situation. Because mm-hmm. everything was a lesson, and everything I learned from. So I wouldn't change anything. I won't alter anything. I won't want anything more. Because to me, I'm all right. Everything's all good. So. And tell everybody where they can find your store and your Instagram ad and everything. So you can find Sturdy Hustlers at 4102 Westfield Avenue, Pensacola, New Jersey, 
Our social media is sturdyhustlers.co and our clothing page is ahnl.co. My page is youngboss underscore. This is all on Instagram. We sell shirts, socks, we got sneakers, we got hoodies, sweatsuits, hats. We got everything and it's 30 things come to those who hustle. So remember, if you hustle, you get whatever you want. Hard work, dedication, and staying consistent. Definitely pays off. Pays off a lot. I mean, okay, episode 116 is a wrap, bro. Appreciate you being here, man. Love you, man. Um, until the next episode, once again, like I always tell everybody, man, make sure you always to love yourself. We out of here. Peace.